The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. I guess that means we're on the air. It's California Sportsman. I want to thank you all for joining us today. Live here in the studio, uh, it's a definitely, definitely different day when you put your headphones on sideways. In you got a backlash studio. in your headphones. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not the easiest thing. That was thing. great. I have to get up from that chair, walk all the way over to this chair, and put on headphones mm. and say good morning, everybody. You only work two hours a week, and you're off to a bad start. <laughs> 25 years and 40 weeks, you'd think I'd have this figured out by now. That's right, folks. Hey, what you what might is it? Show what now for you? Show 1,330. And he still can't get it right. That many Saturdays I've donated to fishing? No, you've taken a lot more of those off. Not lately. More than I have. Why don't I take next week off? <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, that would be perfect timing. Well, thanks for joining us, folks. And I'm glad I was able to join you, too, by putting on the headphones, turning on the mic, and learning how to talk all over again. As you know, it is a lot of rain out there. There's a lot coming down. We're very, very thankful for every drop of it, except the one with a gust of wind today that moved my 11,000-pound truck over one lane. I can only imagine what some of these little electric vehicles are. Well, they're heavier. They probably hold to the ground a little bit better. But, boy, I don't want to be one of those trucks that flip over on their side going down the freeway or a motorhome. So if you're out there heading someplace, be careful. It's windy. It's wet. There's standing water on the roads. I hydroplaned a couple of times coming in. But that's what those big old trucks from Ron Duprat Ford are all about. Well, I've got a different kind of morning here, a different kind of opening for you all today. It's a different look in the studio. Not to mention we've got a Chris Verlaud back at the board in here filling in for us. But we've got Kent Brown in the studio. Mr. Alan Fong's here from Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores and Alan Fong Outdoors. Captain Mike Graver here from Tennessee, Lake Chickamauga. Tell you what, I watched a video yesterday or day before yesterday. It said 100 plus fish, Chickamauga. And I went, boy, I got to take a look at this video. And I'm thinking, this is going to be really interesting. I'm talking to Gravert Saturday morning. I'll have a little bit of scoop that they'll be knowledgeable. Do they got a nuclear plant on that lake of yours? What is that big tower? I can see a Sequoia nuclear power plant and Watts Bar power plant from my house. I watched guys sitting 400 feet off of that power plant, fishing a mound, caught over 100 bass, three pounds or bigger, in five hours. I've I've fished that mound out in front of Sequoia before. That is an amazing fishery right there. And the guy's going, oh, no, that's going to be a blue cat. You're You're off the top. It's not going to be down there. You're, it's a blue cat. And sure enough, here comes a blue cat. I got to tell you, Mike, you lost your accent. Did you do that on purpose because you're out here in California? You know we're going to give you a crap if you sound like one of them well, old boys. Well, you know, I, I do I, I do talk Southern a little bit. Y'all. But, but I've been with my daughter this week, and she's like, Dad, you're not from the South. How long so did it I take you to say it. y'all? Y'all? Yeah. Well, like I, like I told her, that's just... You know, they they already know that you're not from there. Like I'll get I'll get where y'all from, and I'm like, oh, I'm from Fraser. That's the holler that I live in. 
And they're like, no, no, where are you from? And I'm like, California. Well, no, no, no. So Born know, Then they all moved away from him on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> it, it took a while for him to warm up to me, but uh, it, it, it's definitely home now. You're yeah. lovable, Captain Mike. Well, I'm just I'm just myself. Yeah. That's what I tell folks. I'm just myself. Well, from Intimidator Sport Fishing here in the Delta, chasing Delta stripers all over for hundreds of people, thousands of fish being caught. Now he's back there and he's turned into a bass fisherman. I'm so disappointed. Alan, what are we going to do? That's what I hear. He what told me about a bass boat. One of the guys that you trained, you I'm brought so him. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> he's, he's going backwards. He's now <laughs> going down that, well, just like a toilet, swirling around before he's gone. No, he's uh, finally finally stepped into the real world. That's pretty cool. He's got it's electronics a, a world. and lots of rods and lots of baits and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, it's a totally different game. You know, it's it's, I couldn't believe Phone's it. He ringing. told me about a bass boat. I did. I did, definitely. <laughs> and uh, but right now it's all about crappie, so we're crappie fishing right How now. How big are your crappie back there? Because we got some uh, pigs you, coming in out uh, here. Yeah, you, you know they got to be. Uh, they got to be. What do they got to be there? Mm, Fifteen inches, I think they got to yeah. be there in Tennessee. It's like that in Texas. And so, yeah, I mean, it's a Ouch. pretty good crappie. Those are like swipers, it's, man. And, and <laughs> we go after what's called the uh, Tennessee River crappie, which are going to be your more bigger crappie because they they live on the river. Instead of the cricks. So they're going to go two and a half, three pounds or bigger. Yeah, two and a half. I mean, you know, you get folks that say, oh, yeah, we're getting three pounders. You're like, uh, a three pound crappie big. is a big it's crappie. A big crappie. Oh, yeah. It's a big crappie. So what about so, Sauger? You got into Sauger back there uh, yet? We got, we got Sauger. We got Drum. We Sauger's got just a walleye. You want to knock the sides off of those. Right. And don't put your don't put your fingers, don't in, put their your fingers in their mouth. They yeah. got teeth. Don't thumb them. They got uh-uh. teeth. Yeah, you can't uh-uh. thumb them. So yeah, I've done some. Uh, I've done some bow. I've done some uh, bow bow fishing out yeah. there at nighttime around the Cypress. You noodled yet? Boy, you talk. Uh, my buddy, my good buddy's a noodler. <laughs> uh, Cody Buell, if you want to check out his YouTube channel, How about Cody alligator Buell. gar. Uh, we have. We have. Uh, I don't think we have alligator gar. We got the other gar, the needle nose gar. I think it's yeah. called needle nose gar. Either one, I'm stinky and murderous. We have, we have the needle nose gar, but uh, yeah, uh, drum, big drum. Um, just uh, bluegill shell crackers. I mean, some of the biggest shell cracker you ever want to catch. You got stripers there too. Uh, we got stripers. Uh, I've caught a few stripers. Um, right right around the corner from the house, we got the Richland Creek, and it's got a lot of springs in it. Right. And so we've been target. I target them with live bait uh, in the summertime. Again, I haven't been out fishing a whole lot since I've been there. And everybody's but you, like, but you're having a lot of fun working in the tackle shop. I, I have a blast. Yeah, you know, Mike in the checks shop. in with us. He sends us notes or texts during the so show. We know he's out there. He's playing the show in the Tennessee tackle store. I do. Wonder Justin, why they know he's from California. I do. Justin Lucas <laughs> just left. Said, "Say hi to Marilyn." Yeah, yeah Skeet was having cheeseburgers here. Skeet and, was having cheeseburgers, and uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, it, it's definitely home now. I miss all y'all out here. Um, you know, y'all it's catch good, that it's y'all. Good to be back. Got the y'all. Well, actually, this is all y'all right now. Yeah, because there's more than two. all y'all. There's a so difference. It's all, it's all y'all. So yeah, you'd be all y'all. There's humans <laughs> and all y'alls. And y'all, too. Hey, I was born in Texarkana, Arkansas. I know all about this slang. My family comes from Appalachia. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And then if you, if you don't hear what somebody says, you say, do what? Just do what? You know, or, or what do? I can't tell you. Do? Here we are talking fishing. <laughs> I, amazing thing. We went back there as kids, you know, every summer we were back there. And, and it's, you guys. Hey, you guys want to go do this? And they're looking at us. You guys? Right. We're yeah. girls. Yeah. You guys. <laughs> well, where where he lives, I, and I love that part of the country, and I've obviously working for Triton for so many years. Spent a lot of time. They're based out of Nashville, uh, early on. You know, now they're now they're over in Arkansas. But so I spent a lot of time back in Tennessee and putting on the Triton Owners tournaments at Kentucky Lake and and just Paris, Tennessee, and all that area. 
it's a wonderful place to go. And it's if beautiful. you're a fisherman, man, beautiful it's so country. cool. It is. Beautiful country. It's just, uh, Your yeah, lakes are all full, uncertain, up into the trees. I was, I was telling Kent that we could do an eight-foot overnight drop. Well, well, it'll go up and down over eight foot. Um, I got Watts Bar above me. <laughs> so convulsive. <laughs> I got Watts Bar above me, then I'm on Chickamauga, and then below that is Pickwick, and then uh, Guntersville. So you can actually – I could actually get in my boat and drive over to Guntersville if I wanted to. So Kentucky Lake's up Could, above? Uh, Kentucky Lake, I think it's below. It's below, okay. I think it's below us. I mean, there's so but, many of them on the Tennessee River. That, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, yeah. It's just it's, – and, and I haven't been to – you know, I've just – I fish out of the backyard, which is the Tennessee River. And haven't done a whole lot, but I am going to get out and do a, a little bit more fishing on on different lakes that are by our by our buddies and, uh, Matt Allen. And, yeah, Matt Allen. Tim lives right across the creek. Tim from Little me and Creek, and that um, whole creek. I get to work the Classic this year up in Knoxville. So come see me at the Classic. Um, I'll be in the Real Deal Tackle booth at the Classic. Uh, I'm a big time Afco player and, now. Listen to yeah, this. He's yeah, he's fishing tournaments here pretty I, soon. Yeah, yeah, I belong to I belong to the Sell Creek Bass Tournament. It's going to be my first year of oh, tournament fishing. How far is the Elite Series? He's going to have a jersey. Yeah, he's going to have a jersey, uh, Alan. I, I, I got too big of a belly for a jersey. He's going to be a jersey boy. <laughs> oh no, they make him in three X. <laughs> Shut up, Seb. <laughs> Um, yeah, man. So it, Boy, what a it, change. It, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's definitely home. And, um, you know, I, I actually gave up my captain's license. I let it, I let it pass and lapse. And so guiding is not in my So you're future. no longer Captain Mike. No, I do go by Captain Mike back there still, which is really good because there's only one. No Michael place Ni- to be a well, captain. Well, there's only one Michael Neal. Right. He owns the tackle shop. And then his daddy's the sheriff. So he's Michael. So they made me Captain Mike. So. Um, yeah, just enjoying retirement, working part time, oh. fishing when I can. Well, I'm glad you got the chainsaw back so you could cut. And I'm going to get to see him at the cla- I'm going to get to see him at the classic. Yeah, man, so. we're going to hang so, out at the classic. Yeah, we're going to hang out at the classic. That's well, right. it's great having you visit out here. It's nice to have you live here in the studio. And Alan was so thrilled that you were coming. He I'm, decided I'm to, to, to guys, join man. us two weeks yeah, in a row. See him. That's yeah. awesome, dude. I miss you guys. But bass fishing? I still can't believe it. <laughs> I say the even same fish thing. for bass around here. I know. I said the same thing to you when you told me about kokanee. I mean, I mean, I've caught, I've caught my first chatterbait fish or vibrating jig fish. Yeah. We I've like caught, to call them thunder crickets where I well, come from. We got the thunder cricket. Uh, uh, my first spinnerbait fish. Um, what else have I caught them on? Uh, swim jig. Yeah. Oh, first this of all, this is I'd really like to... weird because he never bass fish here. Never, you know what I mean. Uh-uh. Only by accident on yeah. a live bait drifting right. for stripers. Yeah, sure. Right, it's, it's weird. Yeah, you grew up in the best bass fishing in the country, and now you had to move to Tennessee to find yeah. out about right. it. Right. But I, I mean, I was thinking of Alan here earlier that he loves all his fishing and his hunting. Yeah, Dude, you know, yeah. you can get five deers in my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Three with a truck, deer. two with a rifle. You can get the you can get the Never sa- you can get the sand, yeah. the sand hill cranes. Yeah, I know. Literally in my backyard, they shoot them poor little one things the, all the one time. One of the best eating birds flying. Yeah, the, the rib, best eating bird flying. of the sky. Yeah, uh, your, your duck hunting is right here yeah. in my backyard. The deer hunting, the the coyotes. I mean, it's uh, I mean, people hunt and fish out here, but out there, that's what they do. And when all else you fails, know? you can swat the bugs off your, you know, bugs porch. Too. How's but, the weather? The, we- the weather can be a little warm in the summertime, but we definitely have a solid four seasons back there. And, and it's not warm. that bad. Humid. It, it's kind of humid. It's not, humidity. But, but, but yeah. the humidity isn't as bad. No, it'll just kill you. And yeah. it, you know, that's what folks said, and it, it's not that bad. If you really if you not. need a respirator now, you're going to need someone really to help not. you breathe it's later. Well, there's it's, humid, well, kind of humid, really humid. And damn, i got to take another shower. <laughs> well, Captain, it's nice having you visit us here in the Man, studio. We're glad you wanted on. to. No, nah, we're just glad you wanted to stop in, visit with us for a while, and say a little hi to all our listeners out there. 
We appreciate you. And it's a great thing that you're going to be coming over to the ISE show. You'll yeah, meet a lot of your former customers I, I, and friends if, out if there. If y'all are listening, I, I'm going to be at the ISE show just like the people who used to come see me. And I just want to go out there and, and run into folks and actually get to do what we're doing right now and just let's talk fishing and, and hang out together. So and I'm going if, to be there two days in a row, Thursday and Friday. If you've seen him on the Internet, the beard is gone, so he looks yes. like the real Alan's guy all over again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Alan looks okay. He's got that Fu Manchu thing that going thing on. Was, that thing was bad that I had growing. Bad? That was bad. What's the guy's name that uh, always has the iced tea with him in the Robinson family, the old uncle with the glasses? <laughs> that's bad. That's uncle what, Si. That's what the, yeah, Uncle Si. You had sized beard, it was bud. Bad. Uncle Captain. <laughs> It was bad. Anyway, you know what, folks? We're going to bring you California Sportsman this morning. We're going to take a quick break right now. And we're joined, as I said, in the studio with Alan Fong, Mike Graver, Kent Brown. We're going to have a great pre-ISE show and share a lot of great information for you. We'll be right back after this quick break. Zach Medinas with Gate Crasher Fishing Adventure hooks up with us next. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiber glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com hi this is seth to tell you about my favorite car deal and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small-town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at Ron Duprat Ford.com or call toll free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats. The offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed.
designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And Godfish and Marine's trained cell staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage, all add up to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at Godfish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or kingfisherboats.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Sepp Hendrickson. Hey, we're back in the, the big ISE show. The International Sportsman's Expo comes next weekend. Well, actually, Thursday the 19th, it kicks open on Thursday morning. It'll be a barn burner. You can bet on it. Thursday and Friday are usually very busy days. The weekend gets a little crazy. But you know what's happening? The weather is clearing up in plenty of time. We're going to get good breaks, good weather. Low chances of showers and great chances of sun. So it's on its way. You're going to have a clear up by the end of this week. And I would say Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are going to be pretty decent days. A slight chance of some showers and stuff. But perfect weather for the International Sportsman's Expo. Your lawn's going to be too wet. The weeds are going to be too wet. You can't go out and mow. You can't go out and do that. You can't paint. Let's see. What else does the wife have on a list? Mow the lawn. You don't want to do that either. So just kick back and uh, attend the ISC show. Bring the whole family because I guarantee you there's something for everybody there. One of the guys that's going to be there is our next guest. We're hooking up right now with Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures, Captain Zach Medinas right now. Good morning, Zach. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Hey, we are doing outstanding. We're almost uh, ready to open up the show here in the studio. <laughs> We're getting it together this morning a little slow. Hey, Zach, it's big, important event coming up with the International Sportsman's Expo. You're one of the speakers on sturgeon fishing. What kind of topics are you going to be covering in your seminar? And I know you usually have Virginia right along there with you, your co-captain, and you're passing out a few freebies along the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to cover uh, a lot of the, uh, you know, kind of tips and tactics on uh, sturgeon fishing. Um, we're also going to do a lot of uh, talking about, you know, their whole life cycle. You know, it's always cool to learn about the uh, things that you fish for. So we'll be covering that. And as far as like the giveaways, yeah, she does a great job. Every year she shakes down Yeti, uh, Costa, Seeker, Accurate Reels, Grundon. Um, and all you have to do is just attend the seminars to win. So, yeah, I can't wait. Well, Zach, uh, sturgeon fishing is one of those things that uh, is quite controversial right now. There's a lot of people talking about it. And there was a big wildlife resource committee meeting uh, yesterday or Thursday where a lot of this was discussed about the uh, take of sturgeon and the management of sturgeon. What was your takeaway from that meeting? You know, I think that they're just looking at, uh, you know, how to not only sustain the population, but some tools that we could maybe implement for growth. I think a lot of times, um, you know, and, and have good reason to, but fishermen get real worried, you know, when they talk about regulation changes and stuff like that. But sometimes we need that kind of stuff for growth, you know, maybe developing different uh, modeling tools so we can kind of grow this population and have it be better than it's ever been. It's not always just, uh, you know, if they're going to take something for us, it's a good time to have dialogue. It's a good time to think about things that, you know, would make your favorite fishery better. So I'm actually uh, excited about the opportunity to see what we can do to make this thing better, and uh, we'll see what comes of it. Well, there was quite a uh, some action going on at the meeting. A lot of people expressed their opinions about it. Uh, I don't know if anybody stepped up and said we need to close it, which is probably uh, going right off the other side of the deep end. But uh, I think what I heard in the meetings and the information that was passed on to me was 
it looks like they want to better manage the sturgeon, not to take it away, not to eliminate it as a source for everybody, but try to multiple source utilization has been kind of recommended to him. But it all starts with accuracy in numbers, doesn't it? Yeah. No, you've got to have uh, good data, and that's that's why we've uh, started working with the Department of Fish and Wildlife. And, uh, and that was something, again, that I looked outside. You know, we got fisheries for white sturgeon in the Fraser River, uh, British Columbia. We've got them in the Columbia River, I mean, uh, Columbia River here in Oregon. And um, you got to look at some of their management. If, Sep, if, you, if you and I owned a cafe and we got good food, but, boy, the three cafes down the street got the line out the door, we need to kind of look what they're doing. And so that's, that's kind of what I did with the whole tagging program. Some of the places like the Fraser River, they have their guides involved, and they do a lot of tagging uh, for population data. And um, that was a very, <laughs> that's a very difficult thing to do. They've never done that. Uh, in California, where they involved uh, captains, yeah, they or turned the responsibility of that over to a charter captain out there on the water. Right, and so yeah, we're 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 working with that, and we're hoping that they can extend that opportunity uh, to the other captains out there. You know, yeah, as, if we as do a matter of fact, I I got an email uh, just yesterday from another captain asking, "Do you feel that we should all get involved in in this program and start reporting?" Absolutely. I think the more that the hands-on guys that are out there in the trenches every single day can supply information to them, I think that is the way to go. Proper tagging procedures, recording fish, recording your let-goes, all of that has to be done with accuracy. And that's probably a good, fresh starting point because I, I know what's been going on for years. We're using a WAG theory formula that is based on a test from the bay dragging nets, counting fish, and seeing what we have in the same spot for the last, I'm not sure, 30, 40, 50 years possibly. Well, that's fine. But our bay has changed. Our delta has changed. The water's changed. And the drought certainly promoted a lot of those things being changed. The sturgeon fishery is a fabulous fishery in California. It can still be a great fishery as it stands right now, and they can do even more with it if they care to. And I think that's that's kind of the that's kind of the direction it sounds to me like the captains wanted to go. That uh, a lot of the guys think, yeah, we're putting some hurt on them, but a lot of guys are saying, there's plenty of fish, there's no problem, and that may be true too, but I don't think there's enough solid information base and numbers to move forward by doing drastic decisions. I think a gradual progression into maybe some more big, large sturgeon available, catch and release only, Maybe a little adjustment to the keepings, the keep range, you know, the slot limit size, and more appreciation for the fish during the spawning period might be what we need. I don't know. I'm not an expert, but that's why there's biologists at Fishing Game and guys like Jay Rowan working at the department all heading this in the hopefully the right direction. But it all starts with one thing that I've got here, and it is a big reminder to anglers to please submit your sturgeon report cards by January 31st. Without that information, they can't get a solid understanding of what's going on out there. It's so important to have this information accurately recorded, honestly recorded, that that's the starting point that everyone needs to deal with if they intend to improve a fishery without shutting it down. And God knows I am not in favor of shutting a fishery down for that. What are your feelings, Zach? That's right. Yeah, that's right. You know, a lot. You know, a lot of times when I talk to people, they, you know, we fish catch and release on our boat, and they think that you know that 
man, Zach, you want to see it to be 100% catch and release? And I said, I always tell them no. You know, I think if you have a healthy fishery, you should allow for some of the guys that Absolutely. want to keep some fish and, and uh, you know, if you catch and release them as well. Um, and our department, you know, I don't, I know years ago, Seth, they would talk about them, you know, maybe just fishing in the same areas with their nets and stuff. And of course, season by season, fish patterns change. But I'll tell you what, I mean, that's, I don't know how many years it's been going like this, but they do a great job of moving that around. They're all over the Susun Bay. I hear, I talk to captains that tell me that, you know, hey, I see them. They're here. They're there. I'm like, you know what, man, that's a university, but that's not, you're not seeing the guys that are actually doing the net program. I mean, yeah. they've covered all over the Susun Bay. They've done a great job. And uh, it's kind of a new new group of guys that have got that uh, project, and they're doing fantastic, you know. So they they are building some really good data. They got a lot of data off of us. Uh, last year and like you said you know people need to take the time to contribute to the science you know you don't you know it's all set up for a reason you know and if you don't contribute to it you know you can't have anyone to blame but yourself you know well i i'm sure it'll be a point of discussion of a lot of folks out there nobody's looking to shut this fishery down there's no question about that it is a is a, a strong viable fishery and it can be even better i think that's Probably what we're Much all talk, what we're all talking about out there. Well, Zach's going to be yeah. doing seminars at the International Sportsman's Expo. He'll be there Thursday at four o'clock. And when's your next time? As I scroll down, oh, twelve o'clock Saturday morning. You got the first one Saturday with you and your co-captain Virginia Salvador, both out there leading you right on down the path, folks, to catching more sturgeon. And that's what it's all about: going out, enjoying the experience, having that experience, taking the photos keeping what you need, and letting everything else go back. Zach, I want to thank you for hooking up with us. But before you go, let them know the phone number and all the information and where you're going to be at the show so they can find you. Yeah, we'll be in booth 3031, which is pretty close to the Sportsman's Theater right next to uh, Seeker Rods. And it's a great time. You know, come to the show, and we'll be giving, you know, fantastic show to discount pricing on charters. Uh, it's a great time to book your charters, whether it's saltwater or for sturgeon. Uh, this year only, um, and possibly next year as well, we also have Gate Crasher series rods done by Seeker, and uh, those are really nice. They're custom designed just for our area, so come check those out. We have merchandise, and we have local merchandise with fish that we actually catch, not, you know, <laughs> tarpon from Florida. You want to get some cool fish swag from your area, we got you covered. Come grab some of that as well. And, um, yeah, 3031, stop by and see us. Zach Medinas with Gate Crasher Fishing Adventures. Give him that phone number one time real quick. Absolutely. Uh, you can get a hold of us at 925-497-7171. You can also get a hold of us at gatecrasherfishing.com. And uh, social media, Instagram and uh, Facebook, same thing, gatecrasherfishing. You got it, partner. Have a great one, and I will see you at the show. Perfect. See you then. Thank uh, you. Zach Medinas with Gatecrasher Fishing Adventures. Busy place, busy discussion. Let me tell you, I got uh, some people, oh, we can't close down the fishery. And other people are going, we need to close it. And I'm going, no, we don't need to close it. We need to keep these fisheries viable. It's too hard to reopen them. Absolutely. We can't have them closed. I, I mean, I you remember, can regulate it, but, man, you if, as soon as you close them, you'll never get them back. Remember salmon fishing on the feather early in the spring? Don't do that anymore, do we? No, they don't. You, you know, our fisheries, we have some one of the best fisheries around in the country. And... I don't know. Some of these rules, you know, we try to preserve it, and we want to keep that fishery alive for our kids and grandkids. And, you know, so let's just take care of it. Absolutely. And, it, you know, it starts with the fishermen. It yeah. absolutely does. It's the decision made by those fishermen. Number one, whether they want to keep the fish, whether they want to catch the fish. And the number two, and it's just as damning, 
not sending in your report on how many I released that were undersized or how many I kept. You're yeah. not. You're becoming part of the problem instead of part of a solution. By doing well, that. and 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 Sep, I mean, I think the one thing we overlook is is the anglers are better than they ever were. Yes, and they have and they have techniques they have and techniques and equipment, and they're better than they ever were. So they're finding fish that used to not get found, and they're catching fish that used to not get caught. And you know, yep. so I mean that that changes how things need to be regulated. Well, I see what goes on up at Bonneville. You know, I know a lot of friends that have spent a fortune going up there to catch an 8, 10, 12-foot sturgeon. Right. Just take a picture of it in the water and let it go, and they're talking about that being the thrill of their life. Yeah. We can do it down here every day. It's a regular thing for us being able to get sturgeon, but it's the thrill of those those kind of fish. It's the thrill of the big ones that really make things happen. And we're already in catch and release on oversized or big fish. So the more of those we can develop into the system, and that's just more fun. You know the difference between us and the Columbia River? What's that? Columbia River always has water. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's one of the biggest issues around here. <laughs> it is. Is our water. Well, let yeah. me tell you, we got water this year. I don't know yet about next year, but we got it for this year. Well, we appreciate everything Zach had to say, and, and additionally what you guys had to share on that. But let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, it's time for RVs and destinations, and then... We're going to find out all about Pyramid Lake from J.D. Ritchie. It's back on again. I know it'll be good after the storm. Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore. Whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain Jay Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the berkeley line winding station check them out on facebook instagram and at bodegatackle.com bodega tackle open seven days a week stop by and you'll catch more fish Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing and their new hds live series with active imaging and gps mapping products are cutting edge technology and light years ahead of the competition Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need from entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new live series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. 
California's largest sportsman's expo is back January 19th at Cal Expo. Get to your next adventure in style. You'll find the best selection of boats, ATVs, campers, and accessories, all at special prices. See Toyota's powerful Tundra. This is the place to discover your next adventure, your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 19th through 22nd at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value and pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of Awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Hi, everybody. I've got some great ideas for your security and peace of mind when you're out RVing or camping or traveling in the outdoors. You know, every newbie must have certain things. There's no question about it. Some of them are inexpensive. Some of them are very expensive. But there's things called uh, glamorous camping things, better known as glamping, that allow RVers to have some security and peace of mind. And that's a great way to start off on your RVing vacations. Check this out. Did you know that all RV door locks are usually keyed similar with just a very few varieties in the key codes? That's right. All the door locks, all the deadbolts, and even all your exterior lower storage space around the bottom? I could tell you my key number right now, and it would be the same as yours. We can open up our neighbors. They can open up you. Low lives can open those doors anytime they want because they've got the key too. There's a company out there that sells a lot of stuff. But first, if you don't believe me, check out your keys and check out a key of your friends out there that's got an RV and see if you can't open up each other's storage units and maybe even their doors. Not a good feeling when you leave your RV behind with a dog or a cat or something in it. Wouldn't be a very good idea. Well, for security and peace of mind, here's another one for you. You might want to check out RVLock.com. That's right. These guys make a, it's a push-button lock that replaces your entire door lock. I don't have any idea how much it costs. I just know I've got an electric bike in there that I want to protect, and I'm sure you've got something, too. RVLock.com. You can order it over the Internet. It's simple to install. Comes with a fob, no less. You can push a button and it unlocks your RV door for you. And the second item that is becoming more and more a necessity with everything going on in our wonderful world these days is a security camera. And I know big systems are expensive, and my God, imagine them in an RV. Well, there's a company out there called RioLink, and they've got a solar and battery-powered unit with a 13-foot cord with a security camera on it with memory card, it loop records, it has motion detectors on it, so it picks up whenever anything's close by to your vehicle, and it can be used indoor, outdoors, wherever you want to keep an eye on things, and you can move it back and forth. And it sends you a text message or an email 
whenever you have somebody real close. And that's just two glamping newbie ideas that you might want to think about. Change your RV locks over. That new company, RVLock.com's got the answer there. And I think Rio Link, R-E-O-L-I-N-K, has got the security camera system that you'll definitely enjoy. Take care and be safe out there while you're camping. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Sepp Hendrickson. Hey, we're back in the studio, and we're all running around here in anticipation of the International Sportsman's Expo coming up. Starting the 19th, going through the 22nd, opens up on Thursday. You'll definitely want to be there. And I'll tell you what, every time Kent and I hear about Pyramid Lake picking up, it seems like we've always got something that's going to hold us back. So let's go to the man himself. I'm not sure he wants us back. Oh, he wants us back. We have to redeem ourselves We out completely there. brought Pyramid Lake to a screeching halt. We, we, applied, <laughs> we applied the brakes as firm as they it's could be It's not JD's on. fault. Trust me, it was the guys he had with him. Joining us right now is the man himself from Fish with J.D. Ritchie. J.D. Ritchie joins us live. Well, guy, Pyramid's turning back on, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much since you left. <laughs> Next day. Well, actually... In your defense, it uh, it you know we were I think that was the 23rd of October or something. It uh, you know we had that big windstorm right before that that killed everything. And, and day it, of it, infamy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was tough for about 10 days after that. And then once it got cold, everything kind of changed and went into winter and pattern. That's that's where we've been. We've got water temps that are about 45 degrees. We've had a lot of wind, some snow, some rain, some more wind, you know, some more snow. It's been, it's been kind of crazy, but uh, the fishing has been steady. Um, lots of nice big fish around, and uh, the fish are all real tight to the banks. You know, so we're, we're getting them trolling real shallow, and then the guys standing on the ladders are throwing spoons and, and stripping leeches and fishing the uh, little midges under indicators and a lot of good fishing going on right now if you can get out now the boat ramp is a mess the we had some big winds as you can imagine with all these storms and uh there's some days where the the two ramps were laying uh parallel to the shore Ah, makes it easy not really yeah not really usable and now we're down to one ramp and the the issue right now is we have a lot of south wind and that makes that boat ramp which is just exposed to all that weather uh, just get hammered so be careful if you come up launching and, and just pay attention to the weather and uh, but uh, you can definitely catch some nice fish right now hey are you catching any on that care package i left you uh, a little bit yeah all right yeah, a little wondered. bit cool yeah yeah for sure jd what's for the sure. uh, typical size of the fish you're getting into and what's your biggie for lately 
Uh, the biggest one this week was 16 or 15 pounds. It was a nice, nice fish. Um, the yeah, they're kind of the, that average fish of you know cookie cutter six, seven pounders. You know, um, we've also seen interestingly enough some some smaller ones this week. I don't know where they came from because and by smaller they're still you know bigger than most trout but you know a couple couple three pounds uh but here here it feels like you should put a hook in their nose and drop them back down exactly <laughs> dropping uh, baits out there that size yep and there's no live baits i'm just kidding everyone but um <laughs> um the uh the, the little smaller ones because i always think about well these things have to be small at one point where where do they go and so uh, I guess seeing a few small ones is actually a good sign that there's, you know, some uh, some more up and comings out there. But uh, oh, they've got a great hatchery program there. They have uh, turned that lake into a sometimes great fishery to a world class fishery. Yeah, I, I think about we've got the tenth largest economy in the state of California, and we can't uh, keep our fisheries going. And then uh, over here, you got uh, like five native. Uh, guys that have a essentially a doughboy swimming pool for a hatchery and and kick butt you know something to be learned there i think well private industry usually usually always does a better job than the government does there's no doubt about that yeah. not as many layers to deal with here there's so. many people to be paid along the way that's for sure well jd yep, i i hesitate to even ask about tahoe i understand you've had about 13 feet of snow and everything else going over there what's the status of fishing there and when can you get back on the water uh, yeah yeah <laughs> lord knows on that one um it's you know the the, the boat ramps aren't even plowed uh, i guess next week maybe we're supposed to get a little break so maybe maybe they'll kind of catch up right now you wouldn't want to try to tow a boat around there anyway it's it's a mess, you know, they're starting to get tunnels for roads, you know, or, or, uh, at least, uh, you know, walls on either side. And, and, um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's not worth doing yet, but, um, I'm sure the Mackinac fishing is good. If you could get out, it just, I don't think anybody's really been, you might Yeah, let a little of the snow melt for a while before you head up there to uh, go out on a fishing trip. You know, Mickey Daniels yeah. is up there calling you a sissy, right? No, totally. <laughs> Wait Come a minute. On, Mickey Daniels was out there in a 47-foot boat. Come on, J.D. Quit being yeah. a sissy. Yeah. If, you had a 47, well, if you had a 47-foot boat on Tahoe right now or Pyramid Lake, you'd be living on it and probably you'd, not even guiding it. You'd be okay. Yeah, yeah. Captain J.D. Oh. Ritchie, he's all over the place. J.D., give them all the hookup information they can find on you, and uh, hopefully they'll get out there and book a trip and catch some of those beautiful monster cutthroat at Pyramid. Yeah, you bet. You can get a hold of me online at thesportfisher.com. Get a hold of me on the phone, 530-307-9817, and then on all the good social media stuff, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, blah, 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 at uh, at at fish with jd jd i got some advice for you stoke the wood stove my friend get it warm (laughs) in there you're gonna need it hey if fishing's that good i think sep and i'll come up and bring a camera crew with us oh yeah that'll kill the fight (laughs) that's the kiss of death (laughs) it's like my old baseball coach used to say hey richie grab a bat and kill this rally (laughs) (laughs) we already did that in our trip in october Take care, my friend, and thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon.
All right, guys, thanks. Good evening, a Great guy and a great guide at the same time. Well, our next guest is sitting live in the studio. It's Alan Fong joins us from Alan Fong Outdoors. Alan, I was watching your video on YouTube that came out this week, and I got to compliment you again, and I know I do this almost every week. You are getting better weekly. You are so casual now sitting there in your <laughs> office telling everybody about the action going on. Yeah, you know, with all this crazy weather, you know, I'm – older now so i'm not out in that rainstorm i'm a little smarter i think yeah the the rain gear belongs on teenagers and those under <laughs> yeah. 30 now you so, know i sent a buddy of mine with a really good set of my rain gear because t- he was going to the 49er game today right and he didn't have good rain gear like we <laughs> use fishing and he says you're gonna need this back you fishing and i'm like no nah, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't hurry yeah. Yeah, when you get a little gray hair on your head, you start getting a little smarter. You don't have a little gray hair. you got to be smart as hell. <laughs> He's a genius. Yeah. yeah, look in the mirror. Can't yeah, I know. You'll be coconut hey. fishing pretty soon. Mine, mine's just gray. Or mine's just gone. It's not gray. Yeah, Sep would have been tickled with gray. Yeah, no kidding. Well, Alan, uh, stripers is going to be your topic that we've got uh, you set up for in the California Sportsman's Theater. You're doing two seminars there on Thursday and on Friday. He's got a great seminar going on. But uh, learning from Alan is kind of a how-to right down the line. How to do this, how to do that. you got to make sure you do this. And i got to tell you, my little philosophy on fishing is if you want to catch more fish, do everything right at the same time. And yep. that's the clue. There's so much to fishing, you know. I've been being a little more honest, more open, you know, than I used to be. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just because I'm just getting older. But, you know, when I'm doing these seminars a little bit, I think back, you know, when I first was learning. And there's a lot to it, you know, like especially these big stripers. You know, I study what they eat. And basically, if you go to where the food is, you're going to catch some fish. Yeah, they're there at the so, store. They're looking for the grocery yeah. store. They want to get in line. It's pretty simple. You know, if you really think about it, it's pretty simple. Having the right tools and everything. And, you know, when I do these seminars, I'm going to break it down and show you. And I'll be on a theater. I told these guys I only wanted to do a couple of days, and they got me down for four. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought you meant a couple a day. <laughs> a couple of California. I thought we did cut you back by understand. having one a day. <laughs> So they got me in the theater and on the tank. Yeah, you're going to be on the tank uh, prime time, man. You're going to be Saturday. I am going to clog that corner. I've got Nick, the informative fisherman, at 3.30. He always brings a big crowd. And I've got Alan Fong at 4.30. So uh, that'll be kind of cool. Uh, see, I put Alan after Nick because there's no way Nick will run into Alan's time. Yeah. You know, because Alan, <laughs> Alan will cut him. And uh, so, and then eleven thirty on Sunday. We're not talking about cut off his mic. No, no, he'll cut him. him. He'll cut him if he goes into his time. We're talking about Stockton cutting. Just remember that, Nick, and you are from Stockton. That's yeah. Follow close range. He's close range, but I mean, how cool is that to have Nick and Alan back to back on the demo tank? That's always fun, and and then he's going to be eleven thirty on Sunday. Kind of quality speakers, quality knowledge, sharing it with everybody out there. And, you know, Alan's got a lot of other stuff going on. He'll be working at the Fisherman's Warehouse Megastore booth there. They do every single year. They set up a huge retail store in there. I don't know how many square feet. We're big over there. We have a lot of space, and we got to fill it. So, you know, we're going to have a lot of great specials. And a lot of them, they don't even tell any of us at the store because they don't want us to 
you know, relate with the customers. So well, we I don't want to tell the customer because they'll start, well, can I get that now instead of next week yeah, when the sale goes on? A lot of hassles. So. Well, there's a bunch of them going on. Yozuri Hybrid, buy two, get one free. The coolest thing is the Lowrance. You buy an HDS-12 yeah. marked down to nineteen ninety nine, and you can get yourself a transducer for 200 bucks. There's all kinds yeah, of combination deals. Then you get these nice Sims jacket with Lowrance and the warehouse printed all over them. They're really nice. And, um, no, you have to buy a unit before you get one set. So oh, oh, okay. you well, got to know somebody way up on the food chain. Yeah, I'll call my <laughs> friend Wayne when I get out of here. <laughs> He's like that. Pretty high up that food chain. They got I they got an ISE special, the Fisherman's Warehouse jacket with the purchase of any Lawrence HDS Live, HDS Pro, or Ghost Motor. And not to mention you start getting into jigs and lures and everything else. My God, you buy three, get one free, buy four, get one free. Just one after another with nonstop deals going here. Rods, reels, Okuma jackets. You got even this free four pack of drift series tackle tray with the purchase of any evolution tackle box. There, yeah. You've got manufacturers there. from the, You're surrounded by the manufacturer's yes, booths. The products are all being sold right there in the show. You'll have some of the new stuff for 2023 showing up. Yep. All the latest and greatest is going to be there, not to mention you'll be able to listen to the seminars and get exactly the information you need. Yes, there's going to be in these next four days of that show. There's a lot of information out there, a lot of good deals. So, And I think it's going to be crazy busy this year. Because of COVID, you know, being the past year where you have to test to get in and all that. Yeah, there's no restrictions this year. There's (laughs) no masks being worn. There's no show your card for your shots and any of that. It's all just totally free. And just like to remind you all, that was the state that was putting that on last year. It's not the ISE folks. They don't want that going on. And all the vendors are going to show up, you know. It's going to be a fantastic show. Well, we're all looking forward to getting outdoors. And, you know, the rains have really put a lid on us. I haven't been able to go fishing for almost a month now. We've had about 20 days in a row of rain. And I take the boat back over on Tuesday, which I'm sure you'll be hooking up to your truck and taking to the show. <laughs> so I'll be hooking a bunch of them up on on Monday. It's uh, perfect timing for good weather and the show yeah. for us. We're all kind of locked up. We've had enough of this cabin fever type attitude right now. It's time to get back out there and have some fun. What better way to start off with the International Sportsman's Expo? Yep, it's going to be fun. Well, Alan, let's before we go, let's tell them again about uh, Alan Fong Outdoors on the YouTube channel. You're taking a break for a couple of weeks on the videos that you're posting on Mondays, but... Yep, I do the report, you know, and like I said, these reports are up to date, you know, so, you know, whatever I tell you, you can go out there and use it. And um, we're switching to Thursdays, so we'll be having the learning video on Mondays and Thursdays. There's a lot of work doing these things. <laughs> you're making, I think I'm going backwards. <laughs> you're making it easier on yourself for you, though. Yeah. Sitting there in your it's office fun. doing your report. I like doing them. I like helping people. Well, and we appreciate you coming into the studio, not just to visit Mr. Graver, but to share with everybody else. Yeah. We appreciate Glad it. Glad to be here. And his new honesty that he's admitted to. <laughs> Yeah. You know, he goes home and says, I probably shouldn't have said that. He wasn't that honest when he was fishing, t- t- you know, bass no, 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 I, I promise you that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't. Come right over here. You yeah, can have uh-huh. this spot. I, I, sure, yeah. I've knocked him out. I'm going to move to another one. Yeah, you I'll, give you, I'll give you this spot. <laughs> well, that's just the way it yeah, works it in bass. It goes back. I mean, Kent, I remember when he was a little kid. I mean, yeah. just a little youngster. We go back a ways. Yeah. 
And when I tell you it's my 35th year of speaking consecutively at the ISE show, it makes us both feel old. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go there. I know. (laughs) Alan Fong with Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores and Alan Fong Outdoors. You want to make sure you get a subscription to his YouTube channel. It's all free. Just click on it, and it'll be there for you when you show up, along with all your other subscriptions to YouTube. It's what I do every week. As soon as I see it, I click on like (laughs) because I know it makes him more points. And I want and you subscribe. to subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> Come on. Get signed up for him. He's at 6,700. We're trying to get him over 10 here real quick. Go to Alan Fong Outdoors on YouTube channel and hit a subscribe on it. Watch it for a couple of days and you'll be hooked just like everybody else. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, Mike Ogney joins us with some great information on saltwater angling opportunities and our coastal steelhead right after this quick break. FishKevinBrock.com has an entire line of fish catching products from stripers, salmon, steelhead, bass, trout, and more. And you'll see them first at the ISC show in January. It's a huge display with the full line of products. Direct sell at special show prices. For stripers, which are hot right now, check out the striper candy swim baits and the mouthy minnow jigs in the best fish catching colors. Salmon will have a hard time ignoring the ZZ Brock action plug and steelhead will be driven wild with the new local. Local 40s, all refined with better action, top producing colors, and a finish that will last season after season. Check out fishkevinbrock.com. Fish catching products, plugs, lures, spinners, jig heads, flashers, beads, egg cures, and more. See the entire line January 19th to the 22nd at the ISE. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorange Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features competitive pricing clearer views less clutter more targets incredible shallow and deep water performance Lawrence has it all check out the new hds live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at lawrence.com lawrence is the perfect locator for you now here's usafishing.com's mike ogney with our saltwater bay and coastal report good morning mr ogney hey good morning sap cat alan and Mr. Gavert in the studio. I know. Fantastic. <laughs> We've got them all in here except for you, Michael. Okay. Hey, well, Mike, did you get any rain over at your house in the last couple of weeks? Yeah, it's been dumping all dumping all night here. And uh, I just, you know, I, I 
looked at my rain gauge, turned on the back patio light, and and I normally go out and check it first thing in the morning, and it's just coming in sideways, and there's a skunk running across the back deck. It's like, well, I guess I'm not taking the dogs out for a little while. No, no, not unless you want to spend a little while with uh, some peroxide and baking question. soda. Is, is, Gavert, is Gavert wearing sandals? Gravert. Gravert wearing sandals? No, he's wearing rubber slip-on boots. Well, <laughs> I even wear. The, I need I, to get a pair hey, like that. Hey, I even wear long britches now, Michael. I wear long britches because you can't run around with shorts and flip flops in Tennessee right now. No, they call flip-flops. him all kinds of names and stuff back there when he wears shorts. I, I leave the flip flops for uh, Tim Allen. I mean, uh, Matt Allen. He still runs around flip flops. Good idea, Michael. Is there anything going on with water in our coastal rivers? Are we starting to see any steelhead from well, the what? Smith and every place else? Well, let's start with today's number out on the coast. You know, before I, I come on uh, the radio every week with you, I check the marine weather up and down the entire coast. And today's number's up is 41. Ah, so I'm staying home. I don't want to be out there. That's probably the highest number for this entire year. So we're seeing 27 knots of wind over a 14-foot swell at Bodega Bay. Great day to come out to Bodega Head and look at the waves crash over the rocks. Do a little crabbing in your 14-footer out there. Yeah. Uh, go get some clam chowder. Don't go crabbing. Um, wait about another uh, week. It looks like the weather's going to calm down midweek. And the, uh, the Smith River is not completely blown, blown, but it is very high. But I'll give you a little secret. The, the Smith is always the first river that comes back in on the north coast. And what you're looking for, for that river to be coming in just into prime, is 12 feet and dropping. So when the upper gauge of Jedediah Smith State Park is at 13 feet, 12 and a half feet, and it's dropping and the forecast is calling for, for a drop, it'll drop in about three days down to about 10 feet. And those three days are the days that you want to be on the on the river. And you want to go with a local guide who's out there all the time. And the reason for that stuff is these fish push into certain areas at certain heights. These guys know exactly before they even launch exactly according to the height of the river what spots they're going to be concentrating on before they even leave and they'll have a whole game plan in the back of their head just from their experience of being on the river but also being on the river every day really counts graver really knows that well how important it is that you know it just it just pays off when you're on the water every single day so we're finally getting some river uh, some water back in, into our river so Look for the Smith, the Checo. I didn't even. I don't think I even steelhead fish more than two days last year, Seth. So, but the drought finally broke, and I get to get some row out and uh, looking forward to you know tromping around and being back out on the uh, the, the water. And uh, you know, it's it's going to be a be a wet one, but it's going to be drying out here rapidly. Uh, all this rain's going to be behind us by by Monday. Next week looks dry, and uh, by the tail end of, of the week, opportunities going to start opening up. Boy, you're right there because uh, I, I talked with Rick Powers and others and James Smith, and they're all going, boy, the weather looks bad for a couple of weeks, and that was a week or two ago. And they just said it doesn't look like there's going to be much getting out. But what's going to happen after all of these storms start to clear and we start get this clearing? we got the commercial guys out there crabbing right now. It's still open and available for sport fishing. What are they likely to run into? Well, sport fishing is going to be good for a, for a few more weeks. The uh... – Commercial crabbers were only able, because there were still some whales around, they were only able to put half their, their gear out. So we don't have the, 
unprecedented um, pressure being on him. And this past week of, of weather has kept him from, from even pulling gear. For the, you know, the majority of boats aren't even making it out in this weather. They just can't. It's just too much even for the largest boats to be out there safely. But as, weather, as the weather calms, they'll be out. There'll be plenty of opportunity for sport guys. There's a lot of crab on the coast, and there'll be plenty of opportunity going in through the through the spring months for the uh, private boaters to get out there. If you're going to Bodega Bay, the outer bay will be a fantastic area. Right now, I would recommend being out in deeper water just because of the big swell that we've had. The, the crabs tend to get off of the, uh, the uh, beach in an extended calm period, though work their way uh, back in. So there's plenty of opportunities for going crabbing. Unfortunately, we won't be doing any fishing until May 15th when the uh, deeper waters will open up along the coast. They get uh, We get to fish outside of 300 feet, and we're going to put a positive spin on that. You know, we haven't fished a lot of these uh, waters for close to 20 years. So we're going to be uh, hitting some <clears throat> some brand-new spots and uh, – Boy, one person I would love to uh, to be with who has a ton of those deep water spots Rick would be Powers. Ricky Powers. Absolutely. No question about it. He's got more waypoints than uh, Garmin does. That's a certain. Mike, thanks yeah. for hooking up with us. Thanks for sharing and getting our listeners informed. I hope to see you at the International Sportsman's Expo. And with that, let's give away two tickets to caller number four right now, 800-920-1140, or locally, 916-339-1140. You're getting two tickets to the International Sportsman's Expo, January 19th to 22nd. Mike, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again soon, my friend. See you next weekend. You got it, my friend. Take care. He'll be at the show, too, and I hope you guys are all lucky winners. We're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back from this, it's the second hour, and John Kirk, the Director of Communications with the International Sportsman's Expo joins us live from the Denver International Sportsman's Expo. It's Saturday morning there. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson. Coming up next... Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point opens for our 29th season Saturday, October 22nd. 
Bird cards are currently available for purchase throughout the season. However, if you purchase your bird card prior to August 1st, you'll get 10% early bird bonus added to whatever you buy. So if you buy 20 pheasants, you'll get 22. If you purchase 40 chucker, you'll get 44 and so on. You don't need to plan out your entire season when you buy your bird card. You can always add any number of birds to your card throughout the season. Quail Point will be open Wednesdays through Sundays from 8 to 3, starting October 22nd through the end of March. Until then, we're shooting Sporting Glaze Thursdays through Sundays from 8 to 3. Call us with any questions at 530-735-6217 or check us out at quailpoint.com. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. The Northern California coast is ground zero for ocean king salmon fishing, and the flagship of the Eureka fleet is the vessel Shellback, owned and operated by professional angler and veteran captain Tony Sepulveda of Greenwater Fishing Adventures. On the doorstep of the best salmon fishing on the planet, usually fishing within three miles of the harbor, the entire area is the home of the state's largest Pacific halibut, too. Experience the best. Greenwater Fishing Adventures, the North Coast's most exciting guide service, offering great ocean action plus river trips for freshwater water salmon steelhead and stripers too check out eurekafishing.net or call tony sepulveda now at 707-845-9588 and now more california sportsmen with Seth hendrickson hey we're back and the phones are still ringing for those tickets we've already got our winner you can quit calling now that's russ graves calling over and over and over yeah. again no russ you're 44th this time around <laughs> well you know every time we bring up the tickets this whole screen lights up over here and it's kind of a scary time because we hope we can get our next guest on or sort him through all the hundreds of phone calls that are coming in here and we've got him our next guest the Director of Communications for the International Sportsman's Expo, which is taking place in Denver, Colorado, opened up Thursday there. It is Saturday of the Denver show back there right now, and it's got to be crazy at this time of morning, getting everything ready to go. We're talking to the man himself, Mr. John Kirk. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning, guys. How crazy is it? Uh, yeah, first first show of the year, uh, first two days <laughs> First two days went well. It's, uh, you know, I, I don't know the the right analogy, but it's like, you know, you prepare and you prepare and then you actually do something and you then find out all the things that you didn't do as they come rushing at you from every direction at multiple speeds with, uh, you know, different uh, weights. And uh, that's why I gave you that's why I gave you that option about taking Saturday today off if you needed to. So it'll be great practice Never. for next week. Yeah, John's going yeah, through all this. You know exactly what's going to happen next week now when you get to Sacramento. All those same things will go sour on you. Except more because the show's bigger. Well, we're looking forward to it. It's all Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's calling looking for tickets nowadays, too, so we know what's going on. But, John, it looks to me like you got the weather in your favor. I don't know who you've been talking to, 
but starting <laughs> Wednesday. Tuesday, I think there's some sun, 5% chance of rain on Wednesday, and then it's like 2 3 4% all through the weekend with sun shining and drying up, it looks like. So the timing is perfect for Sacramento. Nobody's going to mow a lawn. They'll all be at the show. Well, that's what we've been preparing for. That's what we want. That's what we need. As you guys know, I mean, the industry needs a gathering place, um, and we like to provide it. It's it's an honor, uh, and we work hard to make the show as best we can. We're still coming back from COVID and, and will be for years and may never get back to where we were, but we're trying hard, and with the help of, uh, you know, all of our exhibitors and you guys, I, I still, you know, it's a great show. No matter what, it's going to be a great show. It just people shouldn't think of, oh, geez, 10 years ago. Well, you know, that was 10 years ago. Hey, COVID set everybody back a couple of steps. There's no way around that. It's just the way it is. But uh, fast recovery is the best solution to that. And it looks like you guys are making every effort to do exactly that. A lot of interest. You know, interest rates are up a little bit, but they're still reasonable. I was talking about They've boats. They've gone down a little bit. Just they're, tiny it's still bit, reasonable, but, but the best part about it is we've got water. So yeah. the water coming back is going to fire Fuel prices are down. Up. Water, you know, obviously we have a lot of water in the state, which is great. And, and it's uh, it's making people think about boats. And there's going to be some great show specials and, and new product out there. And, and obviously, you know, there's new electronics. There's new trolling motors. There's new... Uh, you know, everything out there, whether you're looking for fiberglass or We can't aluminum overlook or, destinations all over the world, places right. you can just dream about or actually go to. And I remember one of the first shows I ever went to, Marilyn and I broke. You know, we got nothing back in those days. God, I'd love to be able to go to Alaska. That would be so cool. I must have seen 10 or 20 different slide presentations telling you how many mm-hmm. years ago that was. All about the fisheries and all about the places to go, and it was so beautiful. And I'm going, I got to do this. I, I picked up brochures, I laid them in the floor. I couldn't afford any of it, but by God, I've gone six or seven times now, and I'm enjoying it. And I, I got to thank the International Sportsman's Expo for opening the doors for me. And I know there's a lot of people out there that owe the same thanks to the ISE because you bring them there, we open up the presents, and we just go for it. It's a great place to spend time and talk to people. Well, you know, Sip, for a long time, I was doing Good thing we got five, John on here. I was doing five ISE shows a year, you know. I was traveling the entire circuit. Uh, now I do one, and it's cool because it's right here at home. And, and, and I think that's one of the things for us that makes ISE special. Seattle, Portland, Denver, Denver. Salt Lake City, Sacramento, and let's not forget... Eugene, and the, the old, legendary Eugene, Oregon, Eugene, show. Oregon in the old days. That, did you leave out Pomona? Yeah, oh, I, did. Oh, I forgot yeah. Pomona there too. Uh, yeah, and uh, we did San Mateo. And John, you, wait till you can have one show like we do. You're gonna love you it. You'll love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, John, how about an overview of everything going on at the show? Kind of the the peak stuff you've got going, like the youth outdoor sports fair, the kayak theater, all of those things. Yeah, I think people can look forward to um, an unrivaled and once-a-year gathering of things to buy, uh, things, uh, like you say, destinations to research, uh, seminars uh, all over the place, every hour on virtually every outdoor topic that they would like, again, from fishing, whether for trout or for bass or striper, hunting, whatever your animal, uh, kayaking, uh, and um, fly tying, uh, off-road test track by Kawasaki Saki is back, which is cool. That's always very popular. Uh, and the youth fair, of course. Um, 
although I'm, I'm told that the building where we were going to have it has been damaged beyond repair in time. So we're going to have to actually move into building C, I've been told. So it's gonna, we're talking about scrambling, moving 20,000 square feet plus of, of people, it, you know, literally in, in less than a week. So it's going to be a little hairy. But, um, you know, again, it, it's you can come out and just have a day and have beer and have tacos or whatever and enjoy yourself. And, and lots of people do that. And it's nice that they have a gathering place to do that. But you can do all the rest, too, from buying to, to learning to trying. And, uh, again, there's really nothing like that anywhere. And, and that's why like, the show has lasted so long. And that's why it's such a joy to put together because it, it's a little bit of everything. Well, actually, have, a lot of everything. We've got a great lineup of speakers of both of our theaters, except the Aquarium Demo Tank, California Sportsman Theater. Um, just a long list of great speakers. And we snatched all the good ones. We really did, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and all those schedules are up at sportsexpos.com, so you can kind of see when your favorite guy is going to be there, who you want to catch. Uh, and that's going to be a lot of fun. And, and I'm so excited that uh, we're bringing, Mark's bringing, Gone Fishing, Marine is bringing the uh, 55th anniversary Z521R Ranger in. And uh, it's a showstopper. It's well, if you be think that's fun. important, wait till they see my. Uh, boat that i'll be bringing to well, the show you know i just uh, mark blanton's gonna sell my boat your boat's gonna be cute i'll just I, tell you that i have an absolutely gorgeous 21 foot fisherman by lund it's a 2075 at 20 feet 10 inches it is gorgeous it is perfect it runs like a top all the electronics that he's put on there and it will be on display at the show and it is for sale at the show because he's got another one for me hiding someplace hiding somewhere under a white cover but yeah it's going to be uh going to be fun great boats great you know stop by see the new toyota great retailers are going to be there you've got uh fisherman's warehouse mega stores and who's the other one you got in the other building going to be selling some guns turners hey let's not forget we got to mention you can pick up discount coupons at o'reilly auto parts Big O Tire Stores, you can go to a Northern California Toyota dealer, test drive a Toyota, pick up a couple of passes. Or you can you give can, blood. You can give, now that's all done, Seth. You can't <laughs> give blood anymore. Uh, and and you, as well, you can go to sportsexpos.com. There's discount coupons available there through the links that you can do uh, to come to the show and save a little bit of money. John, I know you're a busy man. I know you've got a lot to do today. Any last comments for our listeners, like maybe an invite? Uh, well, yeah, I was going to say, please uh, check us out online. Come to sportsexpos.com. Look over what you're going to see, what you can do, what you can buy, what you can try. And uh, we really look forward to seeing you next year at the greatest gathering of the outdoors in California next, next all week. year. Next week. Not next, next year, week. John. Next week. It has oh, finally little, got close. A little pressure back there in Denver this morning, a, a Saturday bit. morning opener. A little bit. John, thanks for hooking up with us. We appreciate you taking time away to join us here on the show, and we look forward to your presence here Thursday. We will see you at the show. We'll have we'll be the ones with bells on. Seth and Kent, love you guys. Thank you so much for all you do. All right, have a great show in Denver, and get your butt out here to SAC. We need you here soon. <laughs> all right, man. All right, take care. Great time, folks. It's just sitting out there waiting for you right now. You can uh, – Get out there and have a great time. Pair of tickets right now going to the third caller. The call's in 339-1140 or 1-800-920-1140. Third caller's going to get a pair of tickets to the ISE 2. Kent, you got a lucky winner over there, and it ain't me. Well, it's not, but, you know, the really cool part is is it's uh, it's one of the new winners for 2023. Winner number two, Sep, and uh, 23 is already starting out. It's a great year for Second Amendment. Gun owners of California, uh, they're expecting some great news on uh, a lot of different bands and, and things that are going on, and uh, you got to make sure that you're uh, staying up to date by going to their webpage, 
gunownersca.com and uh, be up to date on everything they're doing. Winner number two of the 2023 Gun Owners of California 52 Guns, 52 Weeks Raffle Ticket 502, Luke Weinrich of Willows, California. Luke, uh, you've got a Henry Classic lever action uh, rifle, probably in 22, I would imagine, but not sure. Uh, but they will give you a call, and they're going to be sending you on to the Shooter's Pro Shop in Roseville or Guns Fishing and other stuff in Vacaville to do all the proper paperwork. Uh, there's less than 150 tickets left, and you've only missed two weeks. So give them a call and get your tickets. Uh, you might be a winner when we announce uh, the winner this week. Yeah, it's Push a, your button, yeah. Seb. It makes the mic. The one that says microphone on it. I talked to Sam uh, earlier in the week. He's got about 120 tickets left over, I think, right now. Uh, Mr. Smalley bought a pile. Nice. I, I bought a few more just to contribute and to support one of our sponsors and to win more guns. And hey, I hope you will, too, folks. Hey, I, I've got next week's winner here. Sam must be on vacation. That's right. And just I just want to give a little it, prelim. It, it ain't me. you either. <laughs> I already looked. Well, that's three down. Only yeah. 49 more chances. Yeah, and that that's the cool you. thing about it. 52 chances to win a gun all year long. Yeah. If you are interested in participating, that's like less than a buck a week. You might want to consider that. Pretty good deal. I'm averaging about one and a half a year. I'm on, I'm on it and having a good time with it. Hey, Kent, it's about time for the gun owners of California. But no, I just did that, Sep, but we need to take a break. Why? I don't want to. I know. But we should. Let's take a break. Go ahead, Chris. Take us away. Take me away. One of the top six-pack operators in the Bay Area is Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Captain Steve's 27-foot top gun is a fishing machine loaded with all the amenities for your enjoyment, comfort, and safety. And with over 15 years of experience, Captain Steve is ready when you are. Docked in Berkeley and Martinez Marina seasonally. Hooked Up specializes in sturgeon and ocean salmon fishing. But the top gun also fishes year-round for halibut, stripers, shark, albacore, and rock cod. If it bites, we fish for it. Fish with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736 or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up? California's largest sportsman's expo is back January 19th at Cal Expo. Buy the latest gear. Learn from hundreds of experts in fishing, hunting, and outdoor recreation. See Toyota's powerful Tundra. This is the place to discover your next adventure nearby or around the world. Your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 19th through 22nd at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself, the director of Penn Fishing University's Mr. Steve Carson, our own senior tuna. Good morning, tuna. Good morning, Seth. Tell me about it. What's going on down in your world that you're going to be escaping from heading up to our world? Well, I think I'm going to be going from one thing into the same thing. And uh, although checking the, the weather forecast 
Looks like it's going to clear up and be halfway decent for the ISC show in Sacramento. And uh, uh, even more exciting for me is when I make that drive, it looks like it will mostly not be raining the entire way, which is what I was afraid of. I think you've got a great break coming your way, my friend. I just talked to John Kirk about that. We've got decent, if not perfect, weather compared to what we've been experiencing here for the show. Should be a great time, great weather. Well, for the San Diego fleet, it, uh, the, the, all the weather, and yeah, we do get it down here. It does happen occasionally. Um, has meant mostly that, that the local boats have been tied to the dock. I mean, it's just been a safety issue. The, the fish are out there. And a wise man once told me, Seth, fish love water. Um, so they're, they're out there. Uh, the long boats, the long-range boats, that typically run trips from 10 to 17 days at this time of year. Uh, there aren't as many of them as there used to be because the local fishing's been so good, but they do still run them, and they're going way down, obviously way below where the weather has been. And guess what? They're catching lots of fish. It's as good as it ever was. They're getting lots and lots of, not a lot of 300-pound tuna, but a lot of 90 to 180-pound tuna, a lot of them, and in particular, the wahoo fishing. And think about that, Sep. Think about a fish that has that name, okay? Some fish are, you know, known for their tastiness. Some fish are known for their speed. Wahoo are known for both because their name on restaurant menus is the Hawaiian word ono, which means good or delicious. So think about a fish that has those kind of names. Anyway, they've been biting good, too, so... If you've got if you got the time to jump on a longer trip, uh, you should do so. What you really should do, come to the ISC show. Uh, you can either go to my seminar or come visit me at the Penn booth and talk about what your uh, 2023 trip should look like, where you want to go, what you want to catch. And the truth is, it's not too early to start thinking about 2024 because when the fishing's this good, guess what happens? The boats get full yeah they book fast too and what's going to happen is they're going to be so jazzed after they hear your seminar they're going to want to get something booked and it might be too late already because so many people rebook as they're getting off of boats nowadays if you want to you know if you want to go on a local trip on a saturday or a weekend or a holiday it's already way too late and you know any of the other well-known prime dates they're already gone However, you know, you're fortunate in that the fishing has been so good that, that and, and I don't just mean last year. I mean what happened was we had some fundamental change in the migration pattern of the Pacific bluefin tuna. Uh, you know, you can argue over why, global warming, magnetic pole shift, who the heck knows. Nonetheless, we've had phenomenal, phenomenal fishing since 2016, looking to continue so, um, you know, just about any date you can get out on the water, you should be able to have some success. So uh, the key is going to be getting off the couch and going. Absolutely. Well, Steve's going to be doing seminars on two days there at the show in the California Sportsman's Theater. Saturday at 1 o'clock, he's got prime time. And then Sunday, he's on at 2 o'clock. And i got to tell you, folks, with the interest of everything happening in Northern California with this warm water fingers that we've got extending further and further and coming closer to shore every year, 
it seems that this is going to become maybe a part-time fishery now. Guys are really starting to shift. Party boat action is going to shift. They're going to be targeting some of these uh, exotics, if you will, that are coming up from down south. So attending one of Steve's seminars is probably a real great balance for you to start figuring out how you can play into it. If you're just a NorCal guy and don't want to go down and do the SoCal stuff, you have that opportunity. But that's why the ISE's got these seminars, and that's why they've got professionals like Steve Carson there sharing information with you. Steve, I want to thank you for everything you've done for us, and I really look forward to seeing you at the show this year. It's going to be fun. Steve's going to be doing a lot of the introductions down at the California Sportsman's Theater for us. He's going to be introducing all the great speakers when I'm not around at the shows. And, uh, Steve, I really appreciate you filling in and doing that. And I know that you're going to have life jackets to give away. Every time you introduce somebody, there'll be a life jacket to give away to someone in the seminars. Thanks to our great friends at the Department of Boating and Waterways, wanting everybody to wear their life jackets when they're on the water. Tuna, thanks for hooking up with us. We will see you this week at the show, my friend. Thanks, Sepp. Looking forward to it. Yeah, and so are we, my friend. Thank you much. We really appreciate it. You know, our next guest sent me a text uh, just a couple of days ago about a big bust that went down. He's the chief of law enforcement for the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Mr. David Best joins us right now. Good morning, Chief. Good morning, Sepp. How you doing? I am doing well. It looks like uh, some electric bike guys aren't so happy anymore, and there's a lot of smiles at the Department of Fish and Wildlife for a great job done. Yeah, um, really excellent case. Our wildlife officers down in Southern California uh, last month arrested seven guys down in Ventura County during a poaching investigation where these guys are suspected of poaching dozens of deer and bear over the last few years. And just in the last deer season in um, in 21, uh, we think these seven guys killed about 30 deer between the seven of them. So uh, we did a pretty lengthy investigation, um, got search warrants, arrest warrants, and arrested these guys. Uh, Ventura County DA, really good DA down there, uh, really is strong stance on fish and wildlife crime, um, charged them uh, with 21 different charges from uh, forgery to conspiracy, receiving stolen property, animal cruelty, and they had possession of untagged bear. So really good case. And the the way that they were able to do this was they had connected with an unlawful ALDS vendor. And as your most of your listeners will know, that's the acronym for the Automated License Data System, where you purchase your licenses and tags. And they had gotten a guy between 2019 and June and October 21 to essentially falsify and reprint a bunch of tags for them. So they had multiple tags for deer and bear, which allowed them to be out in the field, kill more than they were legally allowed to, and then they'd have tags. So when a warden would contact them in the field, everything looked legit. The way the warden got on it was um, pretty sharp investigation. They went through and figured out this particular vendor was reprinting and reissuing more tags than any other vendor in the state. Um, So that opened an investigation. Um, these guys had already been, we were already aware of this e-bike crew from Oxnard is what they called themselves. Uh, we'd contacted them multiple times in the field. And over the course of that time, they had multiple um, minor violations that we found. But then we figured out this reprint case and um, actually started doing a pretty significant investigation on them. 
Um, and then when we finally did the search warrants, wardens recovered uh, just dozens of trophy cl- class antlers, animal skulls. Um, we had a mountain lion, which, as you all know, or that's not legal in the state of California. Um, so just a really good, a really good case. Um, arrested, all went uh, to their um, prelims, um, and they all got released. But they all got ankle monitors put on them, so we're they're being monitored by the by the criminal justice system. There must have so, been a huge aha awakening during this investigation when somebody started looking at these documents and went, hey, wait a minute. There had to be just like, we have got something here a lot bigger than just a poacher, a simple poach. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a really large group of guys conspiring together, working with this ALDS vendor to be able to pull this off. And, you know, it's pretty rare. Um got a tons of ALDS vendors across the the state as you know um, and this is extremely rare for somebody one of our vendors to be you know engaged with people actively you know helping them commit a conspiracy to poach yeah, absolutely big time felony I would hope yep we're hoping so yes what was their but intent like said, what were they doing with all this meat that they were ending up with I think a lot of this stuff they're just trophy hunters you know, so they're trying to shoot, get out and shoot bucks, but they still possess, you know, large bucks, but they, you know, they still possessed a lot of this stuff um, at the places where we affected the search warrants. So I think they just like to get out and shoot stuff as a group of guys together. Well, there's also a thing out there called a paper target you can go out and shoot at so you don't have to just be snuffing animals for your own ego trips out there getting a big set of antlers. I don't know. Absolutely. I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I'm just deaf on that. I, I killed a 16-pound brown trout one day and thought, boy, this is the biggest brown trout I ever had in my life. And before I walked around the campground showing it to everybody else, I felt like a real dork killing a big, healthy fish like that that could sustain a lake. And that's exactly what happens when they take a big deer. They take the great genetics out of the mix out there, and we don't end up with the full potential of what we could have out there. That's absolutely right. You well, understand it. That's being absolutely a, correct. Being a game warden is a whole lot more than just checking fishing licenses and hunting licenses. There's full-blown investigations. You've got major hands full with all the marijuana situations going on. How's that stacking up nowadays? Um, we're on it. <laughs> We've got that has become such a significant part of our workload that we actually have inside the law enforcement division now. We have a marijuana enforcement program where we've got about 70 game wardens that work on nothing but um, illegal marijuana cultivation in the state of California because it's going on across the landscape of the state. Yeah, and the damage that is done by the illegal ones and I guess some of the legal ones in the old days is just I don't think people understand dewatering a stream, what it can do. Well, the dewatering... Almost always with a lot of these illicit operations, we find, you know, significant poaching as part of it where people are poaching animals because they're just living out. Chemicals, um, fertilizers, all kinds of fertilizers. Yeah, illegal, illegal pesticides that aren't even legal to be possessed in the United States are brought in. So it's pretty significant damage relative to the environment from the dewatering, all the pollution that goes into the environment. Um, and, you know, some of this stuff we've actually seen 
where they'll, you know, they'll put some of this stuff out, and it'll actually kill wildlife as it starts to enter into where their grows are because they just don't want the wildlife coming into their grows. Yeah, I've seen videos on YouTube where the people have found deer that are dead just laying there because they were in eating on the plants, I guess, and uh, they just shoot them, drop them, and eliminate the problem. It's uh, a lot more involved, and there's a lot of process involved and many steps when they have to check out all these things, pesticides, chemicals, fertilizers, all going into water systems, the damage that can happen. It's got to be a tough job, and it's not an easy one in today's times, I'm certain. No, it's not, but it's it's important work, and it's pretty significant. We work with a lot of other state agencies across the landscape of the state trying to get people who are illegal into the legal framework if they want to do that, which is our preference. And if we got people who, you know, are coming in just to, you know, we've got a organized crime that's involved in it, and our, you know, our job is just to get those people completely out of business. Yeah, or into a gray bar hotel, one or the other. There you go. Well, I also, uh, we talked earlier about this, and I talked with some of the guys on the air already about this, but the crab uh, regulations have changed out there now. You can either use uh, the regular traps that are normal if you're a sport fisherman, or you can continue to use the hoops. Either way, your officers and everybody know that, and we just want to make sure that the public's aware of it too. Yeah, thanks for mentioning that. That's absolutely correct. Officers are well aware of that. And, you know, we're hoping people can get out and uh, get some crab with those two methods of take. Yeah, they sure. will. And it's been a banner year for folks out there. And I'm sure with the uh, only 50% traps by the commercial guys in the water right now, there's still an extended opportunity for the sport fishermen out there. We've been talking yeah. with Captain David Best, Chief David Best of the Law Enforcement Division of the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. He's the top dog when it comes to game wardens out there, and you guys all know the way I feel about game wardens. They are struggling with one of the hardest battles out there, and I am so proud of your entire team out there working in the field, and I love it when I see them out there taking care of business and taking care of poachers and everything else along the way. Just their presence out there is a wonderful deterrent, and we appreciate everything the wardens and the entire team does. Well, thanks, Sep. I appreciate that. A lot of good men and women across the landscape of the state out there doing the work. And, you got some and we're going to have a new, bunch of folks out at ISE, too. Yeah, and you've got a new uh, game warden training classes starting up, don't you? We just started this last Monday, uh, so they just finished their first week. Uh, had we've got 50 warden cadets in that class so uh, they'll run through about eight months of training in our academy and graduate in august and then go on to field training in the hopes that you know we'll have 50 game wardens that we put out onto the landscape across the state in january 24 so and we're trying to hire we're we're hiring all the time Hiring yep. as many game wardens as I can get in right now. Well, folks, stop by and talk with them at the California at California Department of Fish and Wildlife booth at the International Sportsman's Expo. They'll be there, and you can get a lot of questions answered at the same time. Chief, thanks so much for hooking up with us. We always appreciate it. Chief David Bess with the California Department of Fish and Wildlife Law Enforcement Division. Take care, my friend, and we will see you at the show. Thanks, Sep. Thank Take you. Care. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, where's Marilyn? It's about time for Get a Clue, isn't it? Get a clue. 
Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, another reminder, we've been talking about it for a few weeks now, and it's nearly here. The Sacramento International Sportsman's Expo starts next week at Cal Expo. It's an event you'll definitely want to participate in. You can get answers to about everything outdoors related. The experts will be available and willing to talk. They'll talk about boating and fishing and hunting and destinations and new products and more. The seminars and hands-on demos are done by pros who understand what you're looking for. Plus, they're approachable and happy to answer questions. Don't miss it. Bring a friend or the whole family. The kids will love it. The show opens on Thursday, January 19th and runs through Sunday, January 22nd. There's more info on sportsexpos.com. Get a clue. Take care of yourself, stay safe and well, and we'll see you at the show. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. FishKevinBrock.com has an entire line of fish catching products from stripers, salmon, steelhead, bass, trout, and more. And you'll see them first at the ISE show in January. It's a huge display with the full line of products. Direct sell at special show prices. For stripers, which are hot right now, check out the striper candy swim baits and the mouthy minnow jigs in the best fish catching colors. Salmon will have a hard time ignoring the ZZ Brock action plug and Steelhead will be driven wild with the new Loco 40s. All refined with better action, top producing colors, and a finish that will last season after season. Check out fishkevinbrock.com. Fish catching products, plugs, lures, spinners, jig heads, flashers, beads, egg cures, and more. See the entire line January 19th to the 22nd at the ISE. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. 
So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Mr. Morgan. Good morning. Are you having fun today getting ready for the International Sportsman's Expo? And I, why aren't you out duck hunting is a better question. Well, I was invited to go duck hunting, and I had to turn them down because I have an NRA dinner tonight. They'll so probably go on until midnight, and i got to pack tomorrow to leave to go to Vegas. <laughs> well, what's down in Vegas? Some shot show, no shot doubt. Shot show. Yep. Shot show's happening. Well, give them a real quick idea of what the shot show's all about. Hey, we just lost his call. Well, the SHOT Show, Sip, is, uh, you know, we always talk about the ICAST show being the big fishing tackle show every year in Florida. Well, the ICAST show, or the SHOT Show happens in Vegas every January, and it is the entire shooting sports industry is there. Yeah, if you'd like to know what it's really like, you can go to YouTube and look at last year's SHOT Show, maybe even some of this year's. But it is mind-boggling the amount of stuff that all comes the gun out. companies, the ammo companies, the optic companies, all the accessories, all you know, a lot of clothing, a lot of everything that goes on. And like you know, he'll go down, and a lot of the store folks will go down, and uh, and they'll buy their product and see new product uh, for uh, for the upcoming year. So you know, shot shows a big deal, and and uh, YouTube and and Facebook and those places, you will be seeing a whole lot of. Uh, We'll we'll see a whole lot of uh, you know videos come up from Shot Show on new product and uh, a lot of our friends will will definitely be at Shot Show. Well, we filled in on what the definition of the Shot Show is all about, Travis. That's already covered, but I'm sure you're going to have a good time down there seeing all the new products and everything that are coming out. Well, the problem is most of the new products and new guns are not California legal. <laughs> well, that's going to be changing though down the line with everything. Well, I hope so. Everything seems to be lining up. The stars are lining up, and someday our state government's going to have to say, "Well, I guess we're going to have to comply with the Supreme Court." Yeah, you know that dang old pesky Constitution gets in the way all the time. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> well, Travis, there's a lot more going on out there. Duck season's winding down. Usually, it's the best time for duck hunting. And as I drove over the causeway going home last week, I saw so many ducks and geese flights and everything. It was amazing out there. That's right. You know, this is the last couple weeks of duck season. Duck season ends on the 31st. Goose season ends on the 29th uh, for the regular season. And then we get into all the nice little late seasons. we got uh, late season white front runs from the 18th of February to the 22nd. Late season honker, the 18th and 19th. And we got the youth hunt, which I encourage everybody to get a youth out and take them hunting. I don't care if he's yours or not. If you got permission from your parents, take him out hunting. And that weekend is the uh, 4th and 5th of February. Then the veterans hunt is the 11th and 12th. And then that winds down the year for us. Well, it's a, a big season this year, all coming to an end at the same time. Everybody's getting out there once this weather and everything hit. And that's why it's such a uh, kind of a anticlimactic season. Everybody's no water, no water, no water. And bam, it's water. Everybody's out there doing everything they can except Kent Brown. Mm-hmm. 
I'm so with Kent. We're we have water. I'm selling boats. Kent's, Kent's got a real job now. <laughs> he sells water. boats. Well, it's it's going to be a great end to the season. There's no doubt about it. There's so many birds flying down here at the Causeway last weekend, Kent. That I I couldn't believe it. They just kept well, there coming is, and, and coming. And, in long flights of geese and sep. Our ducks have uh, you know they had a, a, a first part of the season they had no water. And now the state's flooded, and it has really spread the birds out. We got birds yep. in our backyard. We got geese in our backyard. Yeah. We got ducks landing down the street. It's everything. Yeah, so- and and you know we're we're t- when we start getting towards the end of the season, those birds start feeding on more green uh, grass and that type of stuff. They're getting they're actually getting ready to make the trek back. Uh, and they're well, these you know, Canadians. I'm seeing they ain't going anywhere. Nah, they're just going to the local golf course. They don't really count. They don't migrate anymore. But uh, how these Canadians are? They come down. They never leave. They never leave Maryland. Oh, yeah, Maryland. Uh, yeah, but that's. Uh, oh, would you go back to sub-zero temperature? No, no, heck no, heck no. So, uh, <laughs> not at our age. <laughs> no, and it's just it's cool that with the amount of water, it has spread the the birds out, and it's exactly what the birds needed because we had bird we had the avian flu, bird flu and a lot of stuff going on uh, up here, and it spread the birds out. And obviously, when the causeway and the bypasses flood, man, those ducks pile it out there. They and they are doing that. They're all over the place. That uh, Vicky uh, Bimbo had that club out there between yes. Davis and the causeway. I guarantee you that sucker's loaded. I bet it's pretty good, yeah, if you can get to it. (laughs) Well, Travis, you got everything they need for the late season duck hunting. You got plenty of loads? I got plenty of loads for late season duck hunting, and also you got a bunch of gear to go pick up your decoys and have fun doing that. Oh, yeah. Need new bags, new sled. We got it all down at the store. Yeah, and you probably don't have somebody to wash their quads for them after they get off the field either. No, we don't do that one. Yeah, there's no point washing them. It's just going to get dirty next season anyway. That's right. I can't even get my grandkids to wash mine. Travis Morgan with Guns Fishing and Other Stuff. Two stores, one in Vacaville and one in Dublin. Make sure you stop by to get everything you need for the great outdoors. Travis, I will see you at the ISE, I am sure. Yep, I'll be there Sunday when I get back from uh, SHOT Show. And you guys be safe and have a nice float home. I should assume I should have some tickets waiting for you too, right? Yeah, probably. I'll do that. I think I have some. Well, we'll take care of you regardless, my friend. Travis Morgan with Guns Fishing and Other Stuff. You have a great one, my friend, and thanks for hooking up with us. You guys take care. Have a great weekend. See you at the store. You got it, bud. Take care. Boy, it's a busy week around here with this show coming up. Play that close. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, fishing, and other stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Did Did you get out at all for duck hunting this year, Kent? No, I are really you, didn't. Are you going to have an opportunity on one of these? Probably not with our show season. And uh, I just got oh, volunteered to, to the Boise Boat Show for two days in <laughs> Boise, oh, Idaho, boy, oh, the boy, week I'm after the ISE show. So, yeah, I'm, I'm headed to Boise, and uh, I'll be back on Sunday so I can go to Clear Lake and give that $100,000 worth of Rangers away on uh, Sunday after that. So, no, my schedule's pretty busy, Sep. I'll be at the San Diego Boat Show uh following up in february i get to see uh, cap uh, steve carson down there uh the bart hall show then uh, then sep i'm going uh, i'm going to tennessee for the bassmaster classic i'll be back here for the sacramento boat show with uh Gone who's gonna be in the studio the with me and uh and then uh i get to go to uh the long beach show uh, a little bit later in march and uh 
So, yeah, no, we're having a ball. I'll be thinking of you. I've got this show in Sacramento I'm going to be doing. It. Yeah, for. That's it. Yeah. Well, Boy, am I glad I sold those are lo- Those are long days, Sap. Uh, <laughs> I got a newsflash for you. My my new co-host, Alan Fong, sitting over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know yet. Have yeah. at it, Alan. Everybody get Graver to come. Every yeah. every Saturday when Kent's gone, he'll be coming in, filling in for him. Perfect. Right. That works like That, that works would good. work out well. Hey, our next guest is a good friend of the show and a guy that's got a whole new line of products coming out that he wants to show you at the International Sportsman's Expo. Let's go live right now to Mr. Kevin Brock of fishkevinbrock.com. Good morning, Kevin. Kevin? Dad? Hey, good morning. Good morning. I knew you were there somewhere. Dad, you're on. Dad, you're on. Yeah, fish on. I thought I was telling the dog to bring the goose back to my hand. It's running around. We got geese all over us. We got ducks all over us. We had to go out to the blind this morning. I have shows coming up. We got all kinds of product stuff to do, but we had to shoot a few birds this morning. I think we got eight or nine ducks so far, two or three geese, and uh, we're whacking away at them. Well, stay down out of that wind so I can hear you a little bit better. It sounds like a great hunt going on out there. I won't steal too much of your time, but Kevin, tell them about your new line of products real quick. Just kind of an overview of what you're going to be showing at the show this year. Man, I can't wait for ISC. We got striper stuff. Stuff that you haven't seen before, swim baits, trolling tails, uh, all kinds of jigs, brand new jigs, It'll all be at ISE. Hey, I'm doing a seminar on Thursday and Saturday, too, on stripers in the river. I got salmon stuff, brand new plugs with rattles people have never seen before. Just hit the market. Blowout prices. I got, oh, I even got some stuff. For, I got bass stuff. I got Cinco's, Robo's. I got, oh, stop by the booth. It's going to be awesome. Hey, it's pouring rain out here. Uh, well, that's the plan. That's why you got so many birds moving all over the place. Well, I know you probably want to get your head back down, but Kevin is doing a couple of seminars. He's doing seminars on striper fishing and some king salmon fishing, a little bit of king along the way while he's talking about it. And make sure you get over to his booth and check out the great new products that he's come out with, an entire product line of fixed-up, better surfaces, better finishes, better action lures all of it designed to make you a better fisherman and to catch more fish i've seen most of the line already and you can too is it up on the website yet or are you still getting that up oh no i'm waiting for the show opener so you come to everyone on the show will see it first website will come on monday so the guys who get to the show they get the first crack at it where are you shooting today what area are you hunting uh we're right over here in willows close to the house uh, so we can get back. We didn't travel a long ways, but we're in a bit. It's blowing really five. It's raining on us. Uh, we got some birds around us. We're having a good time. I'm with Colin over here. Colin, how old are you now? 14? 14, yeah. 14 years old. He's on his first duck hunt with me. He's whacking away at him. Outstanding. So having- Outstanding. Well, yeah. I'm glad you're having a good hunt out there. I'll get out of the blind so you can get back down and take care of business with your clients out there to do today. But make sure you see Kevin Brock and his great line of products either the seminars or in his booth at the Pavilion Building at the International Sportsman starting Thursday, running through Sunday out there. Kevin, thanks a lot. We appreciate you hooking up with us. Now get down and shoot some more with that young man. Awesome. Love you guys. Thanks so much for everything you do. I'll see you at the show. You got it, partner. Take care. Busy place this morning. Well, you know, it's a good storm out there right now, Seth. Well, 
I, he could tell the excitement in yeah. his voice. You know, that's the old kid in Kevin coming out right there. He's, exactly. He's matured over the years, but he's still a young kid when he's out there. With yeah, the he absolutely loves doing it. And, and you know, that's why so many people will show up next week is because they love uh, spending time out there. Western Outdoor News will be at the show, Sep, and uh, signing subscriptions. I had Billy Egan on my show, a tournament director for One Bass, and Billy will be there in the uh, Western Outdoor News booth selling subscriptions and uh, and spreading the word uh, for those folks. And I, I, Mr. Hurley will likely be there as well. Well, let's find out right now. Joining us now is the editor of Western Outdoor News, Northern California Edition, Mr. Dave Hurley. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, guys. Boy, it's hard to follow Kevin Brock, boy. He, he can sure put a lot of together in a very short period of time. Uh, just be thankful he left you any time. He's not known for that. Yeah, I had, <laughs> if I had let him just ramble, you would have never got on the show today. I love his enthusiasm. Hey, that's one oh. thing that guy has, and he's out there with a 14-year-old kid introducing him to the sport. So I think that's just fantastic. And I can't think of a better person with a better attitude than Kevin to do that. Oh, no question about that. I just love that. So, guys, we got lots of water. Yeah, it, it rained at your place, too, apparently. Oh, my goodness. It's uh, still raining. Still raining as we speak now. Uh, we got this. This is the eighth or ninth atmospheric river that's come in since the 26th of December. And we've had some spectacular changes at all the reservoirs. Uh, one of the things I think that um, people are going to have to really be careful for is just the amount of debris. If you're taking a boat out, first, there's two things you got to be careful. You've got to look at launch ramp conditions, and you also got to look at what's happening with the roads going into the reservoirs. You know, one of the things Eastman Lake down in the Fresno area, the, the road was completely washed out. Road 26 um, last week. I mean, it has a huge gap in the middle of the road. So it may be difficult getting into some places. But, um, you know, if you can check that out and you're really careful out there, you're watching for debris, I think you can go and, and trying to find clear water, I think you can find a little success. You know, they plowed the ramp at Almanor this week, which I thought was very interesting. You know, they got that place going on. So that canyon dam is open. They planted Comanche yesterday. That would be a good place to go fish from the bank. I think Comanche actually mudded up last week. And and that that reservoir generally doesn't get very muddy because Party takes the brunt of it. But uh, it, it muddied up as well. So there are some opportunities out there. Chabot opened up again this week. But I think you're going to have to hunt around and look for them. Well, I think Barry S. is probably coming into play now, too. Uh, the water level is up 18 and a half feet. And it went up one foot just over last night. It's now 33 feet below the glory hole, so it's coming up fast. That's a big body of water to come up seven feet right there. But it's yeah, come it's, it's come up a whole lot, and it's heading for the top, man. And, and you know, Seth, one of our lakes has only come up five feet, but it's a big five feet. Clear that's clear lake, and it's uh, it it went from a a negative two and a half on the Rumsey scale to almost three. It will be three sometime today. Uh, three foot above zero on the Rumsey scales, how they measure the water at Clear Lake. It's a, it's the only lake that uses that particular scale. But, uh, you know, seven is a full lake at Clear Lake, seven and a half feet. It so. gets up to 15, I believe. No, no, it, uh, flood stage is nine. The yeah. highest mark ever is 13. What is it when it's over the freezer department in the grocery store across the street? Uh, that's at about nine. That's a nine. That's okay. at about nine, Just yeah. Wonder, you don't need waders yet, but you probably yeah, but should you're have get, put them but You're getting there. Yeah, nine starts taking uh, lower-lying homes out. Well, there. Dave, Barry S. is a big recovery right now, and I think it might be in time for some great action after the ISC 
show, and at least that's my why my fingers are crossed right now. What other opportunities are out there, Dave, that we're overlooking? Well, I think there's, uh, you know, Pyramid is going to continue if when you can get up there. Uh, it, they're kicking out some huge Mahantan cutthroat right now when, when on the days that people can fish. You know, I know JD has done well. Those fish are all pushing into the shoreline. You know, after these storm, series of storms is over, and it does look like we have some relief coming on, you know, the guys from the shorelines as well as the boats are going to find continued great action up there. That is a world-class fishery. They've really developed that. Absolutely, but be- it's the weather that's going to keep people out of there. Same thing at Eagle Lake. You know, Eagle Lake is now open, I think it's until the end of February or something like that and right. because they've extended it. And if you can get into Eagle you're going to have some spectacular fishing close to shore there, too, because they will be cruising that shallower, warmer water along the edges looking for minnows and bait fish and the food store. That's what it's all about. And every year people catch big, big Eagle Lake rainbow trout this time of year. And I think Bullard's Bar is going to be a really good option for Kokanee. You know, once it clears up a little bit, that lake doesn't get too muddy. You know, they've done well there already. There's actually a, a large kayak bass tournament coming in February, so we might be able to get some information as to what's going on because there's some huge spotted bass out there that nobody likes to talk about uh, in that lake. Well, I think, I think cat, cat's, cat's out of the bag about that one. A lot of people are aware of it now. A lot of people yeah, are going to get their But uh, there will be other lakes that start coming along too. You know, the kokanee aren't eating just at one lake. They're eating at a lot of lakes. And if you if you take a look, and I've said this for years, you take a look at every trophy lake in California where there's big fish or Big Macs or whatever, there's kokanee in there too. Nice little bait fish for them to thrive on as they continue to grow. Hey, Dave, uh, yesterday or the day before was the big meeting with the Wildlife Resource Committee, and I know you were tuned into it as editor of Western Outdoor News. What are your thoughts on the sturgeon discussion? Well, I was very pleased that the six-pack captains showed up. Uh, they were not on the agenda. They had to wait the entire day. They learned about everything from bullfrogs to wildlife rehab for probably nine hours before they got their opportunity to speak. But I think that they made an impression for the department because the the department has been working behind the scenes for a while on sturgeon. This has not been information that's been out into the public. And one of the things that they requested is that they be part of the process to collect data to find out what's going on there because sturgeon are a very difficult species to be able to, to to know what is there. The nets that they're using to try and track them now are not effective because most of the sturgeon have been in deep water the last couple of years. Really, the most effective way is hook and line. And one of the unfortunate things is that they only receive 30% returns on the sturgeon report cards. Anglers do not take responsibility for that. So I thought it was a good start. But I do think that what I'm understanding is that they're going to be coming back at the May um, Wildlife Resources Committee with recommendations from the department. Those recommendations are going to go to the full uh, Fish and Game Commission for a series of three meetings starting in June. And new regulations for sturgeon are going to come out in 2024. So, I mean, those are really important meetings that people who are concerned about sturgeon should be either attending in person or on Zoom the may and the june and the june meetings and you can get that information just by googling fish and game commission and uh see when those exact meetings are you know yesterday i got a couple of text messages and emails from people saying it looks like they want to shut down the sturgeon fishery in california did you hear any of that kind of discussion during the i didn't 
I didn't hear that. I heard it very clearly. The, the fisheries chief branch, uh, Jay Rowan, said we're not considering catch and release in his opening statements. So we're not considering that. However, as you know, Sepp, everything is on the table. So, I mean, it is obviously a possibility. I don't. I think that would be the last option. It would Sturgeon would have to be an incredibly dire strait before that occurs. But uh, I did hear, uh, you know, I, I would not rule it out, but I would say that the department is not in favor of that right now. Now, I just sent you a note earlier today. It said, that, and I told you the way I felt on this. It says, I support more sound management with opportunities for monster sturgeon to be caught. Catch and release only on the big fish, just like it is right now, and possibly small adjustments to the slot limit to enhance larger fish size and subsequent spawning of those larger fish, meaning more natural reproduction, hopefully. The other thing I don't understand is why we're not putting some of those fish that they're raising at Davis back into the water, but there will be some discussions on that, I'm sure. But I don't think anybody's advocating closing the fishery at all. I think it's probably they want to see it managed in a manner that can be even better than it is now, offering even better fishing opportunity. That's yeah, that's what I that's what I'm hearing from our six pack guys. And that's what I that's that that was the intent on the article that I wrote a couple of months ago. Let's get this elephant in the room. Let's talk about it. Let's be able to figure out a solution so we can manage it. And I got a ba- I got a bail, Dave. I'm sorry. Let's go. We're right, right up against Thanks. the wall. We will continue to talk about it, and I will see you at the International Sportsman's Expo. Right. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Bye. Sorry I had to cut him off, but we're up against the wall, and it's an important subject. We will talk about it much more. You can bet on it. I want to thank Mr. Mike Graver from Intimidator Sport Fishing joining us here in the studio. Alan Fong, Kent Pound, Christopher Laud for coming in. Until next week, live from the ISE, we'll be right here. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join Join us us next next week from 5 to 8 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors. outdoors.